Russian tanks and heavy armor move across the border into eastern Ukraine, accompanied by Putin's denials of involvement and what would clearly be considered as threats of nuclear war. In the last few days, the rebels in control of areas of eastern Ukraine have made significant advances, as reported in the UK Telegraph, dramatically turning the tide in the four-month conflict. The article entitled, Vladimir Putin, Don't Mess with Nuclear-Armed Russia, continues, A major battle is expected in the port city of Mariupol in coming days, where Ukrainian forces are dug in in anticipation of a full-scale assault by rebels backed by the Kremlin's forces. The escalation in the conflict is the most serious since the pro-Russian uprising began and has dashed Western hopes that the sanctions on the Kremlin had forced it to gradually abandon its support for the rebels. NATO has told Russia to halt illegal actions in Ukraine, and European leaders are meeting today at an emergency summit to discuss more sanctions on Moscow. However, it is doubtful that any of these measures will have an immediate effect. The Northern Hemisphere is heading towards fall and winter, and Putin is looking forward to the cold temperatures. As reported by The Telegraph, Russia has said there is a high risk for gas deliveries to Europe this winter. The EU has always planned for Russia to be an essential part of the European project. Russia also sees itself as being part of Europe, but not on equal terms as a member state. The events in Ukraine are at the root of a greater struggle, which will determine who will dominate Europe. What role will and influence will Germany, France, the Vatican, Russia, and the Russian Greek Orthodox Church have in the emerging European empire? Putin's remarks about a nuclear-armed Russia a day before the European leaders' emergency summit are time to send a very strong message. Europe has to deal with Russia. Locking the Russian bear in a cage and starving it will not work. In the Canadian National Post, Kelly McParland comments about Putin's czarist fantasies. Russian pres Russia's President Vladimir Putin is proving far more reckless than previously imagined in his determination to have his way in Ukraine, exhibiting a level of cynicism and contempt for international law that few could have anticipated. As far as Putin is concerned, his czarist fantasies are not fantasies at all, and he intends to make sure of that. Returning to the article from the UK Telegraph, Vladimir Putin raised the scepter of nuclear war with the West on Friday as he defied international condemnation over his decision to send thousands of Russian troops and heavy armor into Ukraine. Accused by Europe and NATO of launching a full-scale invasion of eastern Ukraine, the Russian leader boasted to a group of Russian youngsters that it's best not to mess with us. In language not seen since the height of the Cold War, he told his audience, Thank God, I think no one is thinking of unleashing a large-scale conflict with Russia. I want to remind you that Russia is one of the leading nuclear powers. Mr. Putin's comments made during a visit to a pro-Kremlin youth camp on the banks of a lake outside Moscow will horrify Western governments as they try to bring Russia into check. Even during the height of Cold War hostilities, few Kremlin leaders ever resorted to the direct mentions of Russia's nuclear arsenal. 
He made his remarks as European leaders prepare to gather tomorrow for an emergency summit to discuss further sanctions on Moscow over the appearance in the last few days of more than 1,000 regular Russian troops in eastern Ukraine. The rising power and character of Russia and its leader are not a surprise to students of Bible prophecy. When the moderate Russian leader Gorbachev was in power, things seemed like they would be different. There were great changes in Russian policy. The Berlin Wall came down and the Russian economy was in tatters. During this time, in the annual Milestones to the Kingdom booklet in 1989, in a consideration of Ezekiel 38, Graham Pierce wrote, Russia and her confederates have to be strong and virile, like the earlier Assyrian, of which they will be the latter-day equivalent in invading the land. They are not quite ready to do the work God has appointed for them. How appropriate, therefore, is the charge given to Gog by Scripture, Prepare thyself and those that are with thee, the satellite nations. So a short period of peace lies ahead for this preparation to be made. The RV and RSV change turn thee back to turn thee about. Turn about need not be limited to a geographical sense of withdrawal from foreign adventures, as the Soviet has recently been doing. It could also cover her national revival, a change about from the present depressed state. Verse 4, I will turn thee about, I will bring thee forth. Verse 8, after many days shalt be visited by angels? Question mark. Notice how the present preparing situation is emphatically God's work. This means that the work of the work Gorbachev has in hand will not fail. He will not be swept aside or overcome despite the tremendous problems and opposition. When he has done his appointed work, a greater military leader will be brought on the scene to carry forward God's plan. A few pages on while considering Isaiah chapter 14, Graham wrote, This chapter gives us a graphic picture of the coming dictator, a terrible despotic power who will follow after Gorbachev. Whatever peace Mr. Gorbachev may establish, it will be short-lived. There will be a time of trouble of unprecedented magnitude, but for the saints the just shall live by his faith. Verse 4 of Habakkuk 2. How things have moved forward since 1989. America and the Western world have suffered the financial crisis. It is now America that has pulled back militarily and is no longer the power it once was. Russia has been resurgent, returned to its religious roots, become aggressive, and a greater military leader has been brought to the scene. Whether Putin will be that leader who will invade Israel and meet his end at the hand of Zion's king, time will tell. Russia is now demanding an equal say and seeking to dominate Europe, and we see prophecy fulfilling before our eyes. Putin's czarist fantasies are not fantasies at all, but predicted in the scriptures centuries ago. It is good to remember that the just shall live by his faith. Seeing prophecy fulfilling in such an incredible way strengthens, strengthens us to overcome the world by increasing and revitalizing our faith. Return again next week, God willing, as we continue to watch the Bible in the News. This has been David Billington with you on www.bibleinthenews.com.